91.3 WVKR Independent Radio Poughkeepsie, New York It's 4 o'clock on the nose 
as it is each and every time you're hearing Frank preceding local motion. Thank you to Frank for Vinyl Tribe. Two hours today, right, Frank? One hour. Well, thank you for being here. It's always nice to have you preceding local motion. You are now tuned into Local Motion. Your host here, Rita Ryan. Show number 224 for me on these wonderful airwaves that we call WVKR. Thank you for tuning in, whether it's online at WVKR.org or perhaps simply on the dial at 91.3. Tune in radio. Who knows? There's so many ways to tune in. And if you're tuned in, thank you. Appreciate it. If it's your first time tuning into Local Motion, this show is all about music of the Hudson Valley. Musicians that live here, those coming to perform in our venues, as well as those coming to record in our world-class area recording studios. And as is typical for me, yep, we're tuned into Local Motion and we're just starting the record. As is typical for me, most of my shows, 99.9% of them, have interviews, whether they're online or on the phone. And I'm thrilled today to have returning guest, Ms. Donna Lewis, back with me. Hi, Donna. We're going to do a live sound check. and Cool. Yeah. Hello, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Six. Yeah, probably a little bit closer. <laughs> but okay. I think other than that, we're good to go. And you okay. can you can Hello. move it. There yes. you are. That beautiful Hello. voice of yeah. yours. <laughs> Thank you for being here again today. You've got yes. so many new collaborations and new music going on. So look, so great. look forward to sharing that. Let's let's start off by playing something that was just released very timely, I believe, on Valentine's Day. It was. Tell us what we're hearing. Um, this is a song written by me and my my good mate from London, David Lowe, who actually wrote the BBC world music wow and um mm-hmm. well it's been on forever and ever and ever but yes we've got together and we're, we're working on a project uh we've written quite a few songs so marry me was the first one and we just wanted like a, a fun tongue-in-cheek kind of pop song and yeah we, we love it we're really happy with it oh wonderful well let's share that with the audiences Great. here okay let's take a listen donna lewis with marry me right here right now 91.3 wvkr independent radio poughkeepsie Things are really great, actually they're awesome So tell me what I want to hear, it's time to marry me You tell me you love me every day, and you're ready to take the next step But I don't want this to go on and on, it's time to marry me Do I need to start, thinking about a new place
213 WVKR Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York, New York. Brand new music from Ms. Donna Lewis. Marry me, Donna. You know what the, the funny thing about that is? I think it it's like two minutes, 58 seconds. Yes. That song, which is like so great for like a little pop song. But yes. I think it takes everybody by surprise. It's like, oh my God. It's over. It's over. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've played it a couple of times because when you sent it to me, it was very close to Valentine's yes. Day. And I was like, hey, this is perfect. Perfect for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then the week after was the next one. No, I'm only kidding. Um <laughs> I think it's going to be a summer song. I hope, I think, you know, maybe more and more people will play it during the summer because it's very much a fun summer kind of sound. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we're, pl- we're planning a few funny little videos to oh, do you are? that song, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you do the videos? Well, I mean, that one was done by um, somebody in London we knew that, that did. He's a great graphic designer, and he did. We just did a lyric video for that one. Oh. Um, but... The last thing I did, I did the I did the video myself because I just wanted to use some of my black and white photographs that I'm really into mm-hmm, doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. You know, these days you got to do everything. You have to. I know, <laughs> but you know, songs. isn't it amazing that these days you can do everything almost from your home? Not everything, oh, yes. but you can do so much. Yes. From your home. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, these days I meet young musicians that aren't really musicians but as long as they've got a keyboard yeah they can you know i know it's almost frightening though it is i think coming from you know because i grew up as a musician yes i did all my classical training and that's what i i keep telling my son you know um archie who's here with us yes the whole family um (laughs) you know it's so to have that background is i think essential you know it really 100 percent yeah hundred percent because where you go after that is whatever yes. but uh, yeah yeah you know I had uh, just a quick offshoot I had Tracy Bonham on the show last year and she of course classically trained just like Caroline Caroline ended up going to see her for a few lessons right. because she went rocker now you yes. know and what a great diversion and just to try that she was enamored yes. by her you know just like ah so but it's good to have that foundation of I mean, really learning yeah and I'm not saying there are plenty of people out there that haven't had training and, and are incredible right. and they're right. really unique and original and that's fantastic yeah. too I just think um, there's this, this incredible thing about learning classical music it, for, for technical um, reasons and for all sorts of reasons and for discipline inspire, for yeah and for discipline and reading and sight see just everything you know yes. yeah yeah and it's so much fun Donna yeah. you have such a beautiful accent because you're from Wales, Wales, Cardiff in Wales. Although I haven't got a strong like Cardiff accent, but uh, everybody teases me saying it's kind of like this sing along. <laughs> oh, there we are then. <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> I <Kinda> like that. <laughs> and you come from a musical family, I understand. Your father was uh, jazz. Yeah, self-taught. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, he didn't have the the opportunities that I had so mm-hmm. he self-taught himself and he loved music so I grew up listening to a lot of jazz jazz Wonderful. guitar jazz piano oh. and um lucky that you know I had very supportive parents you mm-hmm. know who took me to all my music lessons and and uh, you started playing at age six for, for, for piano. The piano yeah mm-hmm. and then I think I got to about the age of 11 and I didn't I, I didn't have a great piano teacher and I stopped for a while mm-hmm. because she turned me off it a little mm-hmm. and then I went back yeah. and then my love came back and the then it, yeah and then it came back and then you also um, went to college 
I did. I went to Welsh College of Music and Drama and I majored in flute and piano. And it was interesting when I got there, piano was my first instrument. I remember, you know, being with all the other students and I'm hearing these piano students and I'm thinking, oh my God, I am not in their league whatsoever. So I switched my oh, really? main instrument to flute. No, because it, I, I think it just was on another level. I think mm-hmm. I, I still see it now with certain musicians, um, you know, doing piano as your main instrument. Mm-hmm. That's it's intense mm-hmm. you know? yeah. yeah so um i'm not saying any other instrument isn't intense too but you've got to put a lot of work in and i just knew i wasn't as good as those guys so i i switched S- smart flute was my main one. and flute was your main one and you stay now the royal welch college it was that in the town where you grew up it was it mm-hmm. was in cardiff mm-hmm. i did a few years there and then i went away to sussex to do my teacher's training in music, and then you know, like we were talking, you know, about your daughter. It's it's after that I thought I don't really want to go into school to teach, so I came out. I had about twenty five flute and piano private pupils. I did, and then I mm, that's sang, great. sang at night uh-huh. with bands. So, yeah. and you was, got a little following doing that. Yeah, you know, it was all. I think I grew up in a time where I kind of did my apprenticeship. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I joined. Um, these cover bands, big ten-piece bands. We used to do a lot of the gigs at Cardiff Castle for anything with Prince Charles or the Queen. Or oh wow! The mm-hmm. the rugby things. We would always play for those events, and it was just great training because the band leader would say, "Okay, we're going to do these six songs." Saturday night, so here's a tape, and you got to learn them, and they were all covers. Mm-hmm. But it's you had to get your your stuff together yeah. because that night there was no rehearsal no sound check oh. it's just bang and you're on you're on and you do it and so it was great training for yeah. me mm-hmm. even though I sounded quite different in those days but that's but, okay you uh, evolve yeah. over time yeah. I'm sure as you should I would think um, yeah and then I think you know then going into the piano bars where I was just doing the solo piano bar thing in Europe I think that really made me focus on my writing a little bit more because I could I could do covers, but I could also switch in a few of my originals too. And you started writing at 14. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they were very good. I have but you say, started, but, yeah, but started, you wanted to. You felt something yes. that said, I want to compose. Yes. Musically, I was fine. Lyrically, I wasn't that great then. I mean, and I think that goes for a lot of people. I think you have to live your life first before... Mm-hmm. You start Some writing good life lyrics. experiences. Unless I you're would like think. Billie Eilish, she's yes. incredible. At, you know, what, how old is she? 18. 18. But she's always been like incredible. So, um, yeah. So the piano bars were great for me in that, in the sense that I could try out my new songs for people and see what they feel. Writing, how does it come to you? Does it come to you? Do you sit down and, and, and take time every day, or do you just say, okay, I feel. How does it process work I think it depends you know um for instance the last piece that I wrote you know I went to see this film Swallow at the Woodstock Film have to talk about that because I've seen the film yes and and it was one of those films as you know um a fantastic film and I was thinking about that film for days and days Mm -hmm. I couldn't get it out of my head same and so for me one night I just sat at the piano and I was just improving just some music first and I actually recorded it and then 
I just started singing because I, cause I like to then just go to the microphone and just um, sing anything that comes into my head. And that's how that started. And then, you know, I wanted to sort of write about the piker and coming from that and, and the character in the film. So that's how that song came about. But sometimes it really is, it's, it's mostly the music that sort of, sets the tone for so you start on write. the piano and then yes. you come up with lyrics. or sounds or mm-hmm. something like that yes mm-hmm. most of the time right right yeah because it seems as i say i follow you on social media which i would recommend anyone to do donna lewis on on instagram or on your facebook page as well because you your creativity is endless it seems like you're always working on something it doesn't seem like you sit still too much and that you're just your creativity wheels are spinning well i love i mean i love photography and i mm-hmm. think we're lucky where we live and mm-hmm. I mean, some people probably think oh my god she's taking the same photograph over and over again but we we're so lucky where we live and i just and it's kind of my um therapy mm-hmm. really before i go into the studio when i go out for a walk and be with nature you know we live in the woods and I just love all that and so I really love taking photographs yeah yeah and that's my main that's why I love Instagram for that because I do love photography and it's beautiful just to put that up there and yes and, and kind of drain away all the other swamp stuff that happens yeah. on, on Facebook I'm more on on the Insta as well I do like that as well yeah. and like you say but even though if you take like a picture of Cooper Lake up in Woodstock it's Every hour it changes because of the light. So true. So true. It's always a different picture. Yes. Every season. Yeah. It's incredible. And I I remember when I lived in Dublin making my second record, Blue Planet, we rented this house um, on top of a clifftop in a little village called Hoth. And I remember setting up my camera every morning, didn't I, Um, just to take a photograph every day because the light Mm -hmm. on the water and everything, it was just so different every single day. And I I love that. So Mm -hmm. Cooper Lake is just... um, Extraordinary place. Yeah, it truly, truly is. Um, So let's go back a little bit. So you then, you you lived in Sussex, but then you moved to Birmingham. I did. And then what happened in Birmingham? Well, Birmingham really was... um, Martin, my... Well, we weren't married then, were we? Martin is so, here yes, as well. I love it, Donna. Remember, he was actually working with um, as a music manager with Roy Harper, and um, you were hanging out with Robert Plant, weren't you, in Birmingham? And he was doing all that, so I kind of moved to Birmingham to be near him. And I started, you know, I got my equity card and I did some extra work on BBC, and then just. I'm just trying to remember. That's when my piano bar days started because I got a job at the Earls of Warwick. So you've been together how many years? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Too many. Let's just say many. Wow. Many years. Oh, and that's beautiful. And drives me crazy and I, sh- I think I drive him crazy But it's a beautiful much. thing because yes. you can see the love between you guys, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's so Aww. lovely. Yeah. <laughs> He's good. He's beautiful. He's a good one. Um yeah, and then, you know, I did. I think I did my first piano bars in Birmingham, and then I went to London for an audition to go to Sweden, I think. And then once I started doing those piano bars in Sweden, of course, they're so popular there, and it was a really great way to earn a living. Yeah, I bet. When you get work, that's a good thing that Well, happens. it was like a solid six nights a week, 
four hours a night. I mean, it wasn't easy. And then you wrote a song. Right. That made you an international pop star. I know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Tell me about the song. Tell me about the coming of age of that whole... Well, during that whole time of um, doing the piano bars, when I would come home, I just had a little setup at home with a Korg M1, little sequencer, um, and I would write and demo all my own songs. And I think that was done on a four-track, eight-track cassette Beautiful. And I was telling Archie only recently, actually, that, you know, in those days, I literally would have to record a track, then I would do a rough lead vocal, then to do my harmonies, I would have to bounce that track to another track so I could do some harmonies, then I'd have to bounce those together to another track to give me another track to do something else. So... It was crazy, but of course I loved it. And during that time in England, and it is a kind of cool story because Martin was working in Birmingham um, as a producer for a film company, and I was going to meet him. And as I was walking through Birmingham Town Centre, I had this melodic idea in my head. I was actually thinking, God, you know, imagine standing on stage singing this line and everybody knows your song it's mm. funny how you can manifest things wow. that do come true be careful what you wish for i know but um and i actually got to his office and i drew some staff paper on a blank piece of paper and i wrote down the notes because i didn't want to forget it and what were the notes you wrote you know feels like that was that the whole intro and so that was the line that I wrote down and then when I got home I started working on it and it was one of those songs that came together really quickly all those sounds were on my Korg M1 synth I love that yeah it's like the organ the brass and everything (laughs) and um you know the interesting thing is when I finished it I remember thinking oh my gosh that chorus is so corny and cheesy. I, I think I should try and change it. But every time I tried to change it, I it wasn't I, meant it to wasn't be working. It wasn't meant it wasn't to wasn't be working. So how did it get found? How did it get found by Atlantic Records? Well, then going through, you know, you know, as an artist, you think, oh, it's not good enough to send out. So I think I I worked with a couple of different people trying to do something different with it. But at the end of the day, it was just the original, the original. And you know, first of all, the story is is that we came to Woodstock as a friend of mine, Harvey Jones, was working with Robbie Dupree. Mm -hmm. You know Robbie? Sure, of course. And, uh, you know, we went to Robbie's house, met him, and he wanted to hear my song. So he heard I Love You Always Forever, and he said, that's a really great song. Let me, like, keep the cassette, the cassette in those days. And then it kind of got in the hands of, oh, my gosh, other people... And it got to Jen Stark at Atlantic Records. And so she received it. And this is the backstory because when we were in Birmingham, we we get a phone call from John Mostyn at the time who was managing Fine Young Cannibals and uh, who were a big band in, in the UK. And he said, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm getting these calls from Atlantic Records wanting to try and get in touch with you. Do you want me to give them your phone number? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> While I'm doing my piano vocal at the Belfry Hotel at the golf club. Yes, that would be lovely. And um, so, but the story was, 
Jen was an A&R at Atlantic. She had so many cassettes and she had a really good friend of hers that would go through the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cassettes, listen to them and then make a, a, a tape for her that she could listen, a compilation tape. And so six months after receiving it, she's on a train and this song comes on and she kept playing it over and over again saying, that's incredible. And tried to find me and couldn't. And she was on the verge of... So wait, your song was on the radio? No, it was on the radio. Oh, it was oh. on the, the cassette. Oh, the cassette. Okay, okay, okay. So she's it, on train. It. So she's going back to Atlantic and she's saying, I, I really love this song and played it to Jason Flom. And he said, oh yeah, I was doing cartwheels, you know, around the place, which I don't know whether he really did that. But um, they all loved it, trying to get hold of me, couldn't get a contact for me. They were going to hire a private detective. Oh my goodness. Next time you need to write your phone number on the cassette. <laughs> I know. Yes. Good advice. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, they did track me down through John Mostyn and we spoke to, I think it was Jason Flom or maybe Jen. And then it was a bit like a fairy tale. It was, well, we'd like You got you. whisked off to yeah, New York? to come to New York to play for Doug, um, Doug Morris. And, um, and when you did that, did you play on the piano? I did, went to, into his office, and as I go to play the piano, Doug Morris says to me, so Tori Amos and Elton John, and he was telling me who had played the piano earlier, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. And you here know. you are. So I played a couple of songs, and it was kind of, it was so surreal. It was, congratulations, we'd like to give you a record, offer you a record. Right there, deal, in right that there meeting. And then, and I was trying to be very, you know, calm. Cool. And, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, what producers would you like to work with? Trevor Horn, Steve Lipson. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, coming out, we were all screaming then when we came out of his office. But, you know, it was it was very surreal. And even then... You know, you're still trying to keep your feet on the ground. Cause you, you must have walked out of the building, right? Martin was with you, of yes. course, right? Yes. And you both must have just walked out of the building and just been pinching yourselves. And I, well, she was screaming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was screaming. Cool. Yeah, you, you know, were those, calm and cool in and those collective. Days, you know, it's funny, you know, your dream was, my, my dream was to get a record deal and to be able to release my own music. And, you know, I've been trying to do that for many years you know in England mm -hmm. and getting close but nothing happening and so when this happens and it's all done we'll fly you over to New York and you da 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 and it's wow okay how long did the how soon did the record come out after you well this is the interesting thing so um I went to Canada to work with Pierre Marchand who did Sarah um Sarah Cochran's records I wanted to, I, I, I actually, to be honest, my my favorite producers that they, they were talking about was Trevor Horn and Steve Lipson. And I, Trevor Horn was in the middle of Seal's album and I met with Steve Lipson in London and we really hit it off, but he was also in the middle of doing Annie Lennox's record. And I think, I don't know, probably because I'd been offered this deal, I just wanted to start straight away. Sure, so sure. we, I really liked Pierre's work. And so in 94, I went to Canada to work with him and it just was taking a long time. Here's the thing, you know, Atlantic said to him, we love all of Donna's demos, so we just really want to um, add icing on the cake. We don't want to destroy them. And it is very hard trying to redo the demo. You mm -hmm. know, it's, it's I'm sure. very difficult. But he, he wanted to really 
strip them apart and start again, which, you know, I, I was into trying, but it, it was taking a long time. I mean, it was long time. It was just us two in mm-hmm. the studio, and he'd like to have a nap in the afternoon. Oh, dear. And I'm thinking... Wow, what am I so right? Okay. Um, So it just took a long, long time. And in the end, and it wasn't, it was a hard decision to do, but everybody came up from Atlantic and they said, you know what? Well, let's let's pull the plug. So we stopped and we then went to meet with Kevin Killen, good old Irishman. Mm -hmm. And we had a chat with him and we were saying, you know, we just want to get this record out so literally it took two years before it really came out not two years to me right 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 sure say between i went to canada was it in the november okay october to february and then wow yeah and we we were you know the songs they just it wasn't that they they were they were very interesting, mm-hmm. but uh, and and again he was testing this brand new software and it kept crashing all the oh. time. It was just one of those unfortunate things. Yeah. And um, and then we started with Kevin and we really did the whole thing in probably like a couple of months. I think we recorded in New York. I, you know, it was things like Pierre used to say, "I hate fretless." bass and I don't want any fretless bass on your record and meanwhile Tony Franklin is my best friend who's the most amazing fretless bass player and so going going back to New York then with Kevin I was able to have Jerry Leonard, mm-hmm. um, Harvey Jones my old mate on keyboards, Tony Franklin on bass so I had some of the guys that I that I loved on the record and so when the record was complete um in 95 then it's like well when do we release and the best time to release was the following may they felt so that's why it was kind of a A, chunk of time a couple of chunks of time there and we were thinking you know then we were thinking is it even going to come out Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. it's the music industry and Mm -hmm. we'd seen a lot of records that were made that were amazing that never released yeah yeah and um so was it released in may Yes, it was released in May. And what happened? And then it just, I think Tampa in Florida was the first radio station where it really started to break out. And um, and then I remember that, um, I was asked to go and do a little couple of, a couple of songs at the Chance in Poughkeepsie. And I went there, and I think there was a bunch of people playing there, and I came on at the the piano and started my song, and that was the moment that I thought, oh, my God, like, everybody knows this song song. of mine. Because then I just started to get tremendous amount of radio play. All over the world. All over then, and... I couldn't really believe it. I mean, it was just such an incredible time. But I think this, this cute little charming song came... Mm-hmm. out at the right time it's, it's all the right time. it all you know it all kind of just went along for you the way it was supposed to you know and it's just so. yeah yes. yeah yeah so. yeah and it's gone I mean it's it's it was number two on Billboard Hot 100 charts for nine consecutive weeks reached platinum status and the first song ever to get a million spins on American radio and the third best-selling tune in the history of Atlantic Records. I know. Yeah. 
I know, amazing. Yeah. And I, I mean, these days people sell millions and millions of albums, but at the time, I mean, um, that song really, it was, it was incredible, it had an incredible journey. And I think radio really did make that yeah. song. Yeah, and throughout the world. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And you still hear it. I still hear it. You still, yeah. I heard it, where was I, CVS or something? I'm very big in CVS. You're very big yes. in CVS? And Who I was knew? in a supermarket the other day. I think I was in Boyceville. And I was on. Oh, thing. no way. <laughs> I know. Really? So, Did you start uh, like singing along a little bit? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <sighs> no, I mean, really, it's it's so interesting because five seconds of summer of just um, they've released. I think their album's being released, but one of the songs they they some of my melody they used in the chorus. So they want to use that. Like there's a there's something new coming out. I can't say yet because that's not out by mm-hmm. another young, really amazing artist that used has used the chorus at the end of her song. So Well it's very it's, nice that they asked you for it. I know. And I know it is. It really <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. And um so I'm I'm amazed that it still gets played. I mean it's 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 interesting because my my sister's mother-in-law passed away. She was in her 90s, so she had a great life, but they played my song Aww. coming out of the church the Aww. other day, which is so lovely. Aww. But as my sister was saying, I don't know, I Love You Always Forever just has, it could be played at anything. A, any, anything. anything. Because lyrically, I, I think people really, um, you know, it means something yeah. to them. So I'm yeah. very grateful have such a beautiful song yes. to like stick with you for your life and yeah. affect so many millions of people. I know. I, yeah. I know. I, I meet so many people now that that song had like a big effect on them. So it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. now on to the new songs. Now, yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> so you found Woodstock because of Robbie Dupree. You moved to That's Woodstock. When? Yes. When did you move to Woodstock area? Well, we area? were kind of toing and froing because I was recording in Dublin and we had a place there and um two and we were coming back and forth to Woodstock and I think really when I got pregnant with this little dude big dude um with me now um we just decided to just to stay in one place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um you got your priorities straight good for did, you yeah. yeah and he's 16 now which is I, I'm thinking and a junior yeah. in high school and these exciting next two years are just so incredible I know so We're incredible picking your brain aren't we yeah but it's so beautiful it's such a beautiful because there's this clean slate and now you're yes. going to just make your own path in whatever way that is and wherever it is you go it's a beautiful time it really truly is yeah, yeah and I think they really at this stage now they're they're ready to get yeah, out. Into yeah. The oh, world. next year this time. Yeah. He's yes. he's like, yeah, I'm done with high school. Probably done with school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By, I think, yeah, with my kid, it was April, May of her senior year. It was, they call it senioritis. And yeah, yes. she, it was done, especially when you know where you're accepted into college. The, yes. the grades didn't matter anymore. Right. They do in your junior <laughs> year, though, but they, they just know. at that point, you're in. Yes. You know, so, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but we, we love Woodstock. I think it's just, it's just got a special, there's something special about it. And I just love being able to be in my pajamas and yeah. look out at the woods and play my piano. And, and play your piano and you do know. what you do best. Yes. And the artists in this area is, uh, right? I mean, True. you hear so many stories that people that I interview, I always ask every single artist that I interview, how did you find Woodstock? Or how did you find the Hudson Valley? And it's always through a friend that lived mm-hmm. here. And they 
they came up and they just fell in love with the area, either returned or never left. You hear a lot of those wonderful yes. stories. So yes, yeah, yeah, we're very lucky. Yeah, well, we're lucky to have you in the Hudson Valley. So oh. um, again, listening to you and watching um, your your performances your photographs are so beautiful i've been playing this came out a few years back your your uh cd brand new brand day. day yes yeah and this was recorded here locally and david torn who's also been a guest on my show yes it, talk about your relationship and you finding david torn yeah he's he's a gem um you know we've known each other for a long time i'm just trying to remember when what year we met but Robert Fraser actually who's a great sound engineer and who's doing the 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 bear the bearsville theater when when it reopens um he introduced us and so first of all we started collaborating on a bunch of songs together and we called it the shoot project and we did a bunch of music and he's crazy mm-hmm. genius mm-hmm. um but we came up with some really great stuff and we've just remained friends very friendly with with Linda his wife and uh, we see each other a lot and you know he really wanted he just felt that it would be great to do a record like this and so brand new day is we we were so lucky you know to have um, the bad plus guys yeah play on the record God, they're so good so good yeah and David and I went through potential songs to record we were trying to um we wanted to do certain covers and they had to be the right covers so you know david really was the one that came up with the david bowie song bring me the disco king yeah crazy Mm -hmm. niles Mm -hmm. barkley song and they're they're just done in a live setting at the clubhouse in rhinebeck i'm very very proud of that record i think it's the most artsy record it's I've ever so done. wonderful it was mesmerizing when i had it uh, when i first listened to it this came out in 2015 by the way if you're just tuning in it is 4 35 your host rita ryan here with donna lewis on local motion today donna lewis.com and that lewis is l-e-w-i-s That's because right. it could be spelled another way but yes. this is the way this one was now when i had david Barron in here i had asked him because he reminds me of david torn and i had asked if the two ever met and he hadn't met him so i highly recommend you to put those two together oh he has now oh good over oh. welsh cakes oh good yes yeah, so the room <laughs> must explode with the two of them yes we brought yeah we we thought there were, it's about time they both wanted to meet yes each other. yes because i was i've been fortunate to work with david barrow and myself who i also love and um so we thought we can have tea and Welsh cakes at my house. And so they both came over with their wives. And uh, it was really fun, wasn't it? Yeah. And they really liked the Welsh cakes. Yeah, I bet they did. They yes. might come back for more. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But the two of them, I mean, to me, I don't use the word brilliant very often. I really don't. Wow. They but, both are, yes, <sighs> in their own way. I know, yeah. and I, I've been lucky to do... I've, I've done a few tracks with David Barron. In fact, he's produced... Or the Queen Town, you know, my project under the name Queen Town. Let's is, talk about that. Yes. What is Queen Town? Well, Queen Town, Pamela Suman, who's actually Jerry Leonard's Jerry wife. Jerry Leonard's wife. Um, we've been friends for a long, long time. We've written a few things together, and you know, she's a really prolific lyricist. And I was, she was sending me all these lyrics, and I said, you know what? This done with love, I, I think that could make a great song. And she said, go ahead. So I. 
I wrote, I used her lyrics, I wrote the music, and then she had written, she had worked with David Barron on something, and I met him, and we said, do you fancy producing this? So he said, sure. Mm -hmm. So we went over to his studio, and um, he produced Done With Love, and I, it was amazing. It was my first time working with him, and I thought, oh my God. This other genius, he's yeah. just fantastic. And he really is. Really is amazing. He truly, truly is. I've had him on. He's coming back soon, and I just, I, the creativity that flows. Also, another classically trained. Yes. Oh, he's an incredible yeah. pianist. Yeah. And string arranger. So yes. we've been. So yes. he started working with us on Queen Town. So he produced about four songs for that EP. So we're gonna is, listen to Done with yeah. Love is the one. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We have to listen to this. I started listening to it. Since we're talking about it, it's just perfect timing. Perfect. So this is done with David Barron. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a listen. We've got Donna Lewis here. 91.3 WVKR. Independent Radio. Poughkeepsie, New York. Done with love. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Move to Paris and sing my songs. In drunk and tired foreign tongue I just wanna be alone I wanna be alone I don't need the diamond rings The meat and things I just wanna get along Just wanna get along
91.3 WVKR Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, brand new music. Donna, you tell me about it because you're here to do that. Yeah. Well, this is, Done this with. is a project with Pamela <laughs> Sunan and I. And um, I think I, I, th- I th- said earlier that she's quite a prolific lyricist. So I took her lyrics, I did the music and and everything. And then we took it to David Barron. And we were just saying there when we were listening to the song, you know, we did one day with him and he's so cool to work with. Oh. And he shaped the song and he played on it and did the strings. And then... He said, let's leave it for a few days. And he's, he always says, to make a great pop song, you need two days in the studio. So I went back home. Well, you know a little something about that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sometimes you need that. You need to have a bit of space. But um, I did, I recorded some more backing vocals, and then I sent them to him, and then Pam and I went back in. And it's interesting because he heard what I did, and he said, okay, this little vocal here that... Done with love, you know that big. Oh, that, that sounded dreadful. I don't normally sing like that. Um, but anyway, that done with love sounds better than what thing. I could do. <laughs> on a uh, good day, he said that's the chorus. So he was able to really like strip it back again, and I think he did like a different drum thing with it, and it just took on a whole new a whole sound. new life. And um, we love it. So he's done four with us, which wow. we're going to release the EP. Probably in, um, I don't know, six weeks. And is it going to be called Done With Love? You know, we're not sure yet. There's Mm -hmm. another song Mm -hmm. on there called Post-Apocalyptic Lullaby, which we've retitled Beautiful Sun. Mm -hmm. And so Pam and I are just wondering whether to call it Post-Apocalyptic Lullaby. So Mm. we'll see. Mm -hmm. I'll keep you posted when it's out. Oh, please do. I'm just looking for the other tracks. That's why I'm I'm having a little... um, And... um, but with David Barron, also, after working on that project, um, he sent he, he got in touch with me and said, listen, I've, I've got this string piece. Do you fancy having a go at writing it? And that was Bad, Bad Love. And um, Oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah. at the time, you know, there was all that immigration separation going on. It was tragic, and I was drawn to writing about that mm-hmm. because, you know, I oh, was what reading a time. about, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole song for me was was mainly I was reading about a woman that was trying to escape sort of domestic violence in her country, and so she comes to America with her child only to have her child taken away from her. So really that was my take on this song. Mm-hmm. And then it was the first time David and I had done something, well, for me anyway, just a string arrangement and voice. Mm. And it was so gorgeous. We then decided to do the Kate Bush cover, just strings and voice too. So... I love that was a really great time recording those two pieces. Mm, yeah, nice. And it's nice you guys like live close and have yeah. this ama- amazing collaboration together. Just absolutely beautiful. You've got some great things happening. So we talked about the the Queens, we talked about the Kate Bush cover. You also didn't I see where do I have it written down? Did we all, you also had something else coming up. Or, um, I just really well. I, we talked about the swallow song. The that swallow. That's thing. what I yes. wanted to talk to you more about. So yeah. you see this film at Woodstock Film Festival. Yes. And what did you think when you left the and theater, then I, seeing I just that? Stop thinking about it. Which, it of was, course, it was shot locally here as well I know, in Highland. Yes. And I think I think everybody will say the same thing. First of all, it's shot 
in a stunning mm-hmm. way that the cinematography is really beautiful, beautiful, Be- astonishing. It, yes. it, 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 yeah, that that to me drew me into whoever yeah. the cinematographer and the, was the on true that. story behind it. I think from the writer director. Let's talk know, about it a little bit. What was it? It was you know I think his grandmother had an obsessive compulsive disorder, and um, I think she was. I'm just trying to remember now. Basically, what? Four bars. Oh, Archie remembers more. She used to go through like four bars of soap a day, washing her hands, and um, and she was she was put in an asylum and she was given a lobotomy. So that mm. was his story started about that. But as he said, the director's story. The director's story. But then you know he said washing your hands in a film that's not going to make great viewing. So he introduced the piker which is something apparently a lot of pregnant women do just eat things that aren't you I honestly had never heard or I I had no knowledge no, of it no me at all I, I did a lot of research on it and it's fascinating and of course um Haley who plays the main character in the film I mean that's what she you know and the, what well the interesting thing about the film is that you know it's um it's living with imperfections and trying to be perfect as a woman. And so when things aren't, she doesn't feel perfect, she starts to eat these objects mm-hmm. and it makes her feel very powerful. Mm-hmm. And But I just, I don't want to tell people too much about the story because you need to go and watch you it. You do. And it's an incredible ending and it's every step along the way. I still think about it now because we went to the premiere on Friday night in New York City and we saw it again mm-hmm. and they did a Q&A with the director and Haley Bennett. Oh. And um, it's Is just, it being released nationally? Yes. It's good. It, it, that was there. So oh, it's released na- nationally. Oh, and, and also I think it's on demand. I think it's streaming as well. Oh, it is? Yes. Spectrum on demand. Okay, yes, and this is the movie titled Swallow. Yes, it's it's so amazing, and so I kind of love dark songs. Anyway, mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. I and sometimes, as I say, if a book inspires me or um, a movie, I sometimes need to write about it, and that's what happened with that. And then I did you give it to the director? Did you have you? Yes, I I, I sent it. Well, fortunately, he actually teaches Archie's best friend who wants to be a filmmaker uh, who lives in New York um, they're kind of a duo because Archie does all his music and Benny oh that that works out really well yeah I know so he's um, Carlo is Benny's teacher so what happened was um, Benny's mum who's an author and I are very very good friends and she sent it to Carlo and so he wrote this beautiful email back to me how much he loved it and um, how I captured everything about the film. And so that was really lovely, you know, to get that from Absolutely. Him, so. And what was the name of the song? Take It Down. Which I want to listen to right now if yeah, we could. sure. Okay, let's take a listen to this. Donna Lewis in the house here, 91.3 WVKR, brand new music called Take It Down.
WVKR, Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York. That was written by Ms. Donna Lewis for the film Swallow. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. um, Yeah. And it wasn't for, it's not in the film. This is just my my inspiration was Swallow. From seeing the film. Yes. Yeah. But it was nice that the producers and the director really loved it which was very nice oh yeah and, um, an amazing film yeah. absolutely amazing yeah, everybody film. has to go and everybody should see it because it really is a little gem and being streamed now spectrum right yeah yes. spectrum and uh, swallow is the name of the movie so yeah definitely check that out it really affected me too just like you it's a movie that stayed with me for quite some time and then when i noticed online how it affected you and that you wrote a song. I'm like, wow, I'm not definitely not alone on that. So I'm sure if that happened to us, it's probably happened to many others that have seen that incredible film. So 
I think yeah. it's quite an empowering film for women yeah. to watch. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. We're so lucky, right? Woodstock Film Festival right in our backyard. I know. My sister oh. came to visit with her two girls and we just I just bought so many tickets for so many films and we saw <laughs> we saw it, didn't we, with with, with them. Uh-huh. And yeah, but we we're so yeah, we're lucky yeah. that we have that. Yeah, we've got great events here, great music, great uh, people living in the area and uh, some great venues in the area as well. So yeah. Yeah, it would be great when the Bearsville Theatre is yes. up and running in April. Yeah. And um, because I went, I went to have a look around that place. It's going to be awesome. Is it? When, oh, it's it, they've done so much work to it. It's going to be fantastic. Thank goodness for Lizzie who bought the yes. place because it was a shame. Yes. Because it really just Gone dilapidated. Down, it was. Oh, it was so sad. And Robert Fraser, who's um, running it and putting a great sound and lighting system in. I mean, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exciting. Exciting. Reminds me, I need to get Lizzie on the show too. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Must. And talk because I just, I love venue owners as well. Yeah. Because they bring, I just had Tony Falco on. Right. And Phil Saganer yes. from the Town Crier. And it's just, I mean, you know, they're keeping the music alive here in this Hudson Valley by having yes. these great venues. And uh, they're so important. You know, we've got some great ones in Woodstock as well now with the Bearsville Center opening very soon. Yeah. Colony is wonderful there. So it's it's quite a great scene that we have yeah. here. It's really wonderful. It's, it's almost any night of the week you can go see some world-class music within about 30 to 45-minute drive. So while yeah. Manhattan is still wonderful, the Hudson Valley is a, a yes. nice gem it's as well. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. And what are you working on? Anything else new? I know we have one more that we're going to play. Yeah. yeah. I've got a lot of projects, actually. I, you always seem to. A lot of yeah, collaborations, <laughs> and I'm not really sure which one I'm going to release next. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. And then we're looking at, of course, next year is the 25th anniversary of I Love You Always Forever. What are you going to do with it? Well, we're kind of making plans, aren't we? We're going to do something interesting, and we're working on that now because... You might want to do something with that whole of the the first out al- you know that album now in a minute so we're we're talking uh-huh. and we're planning good good yes. good please keep me posted 25 years, 25 years crazy changed your life yes yeah absolutely. absolutely yeah and you still hear yourself in the radio <laughs> i know beautiful thank you cbs yes thank you yeah. cbs yeah and like i said i love the version that you did on here as well your, oh, your we own. Did like, yes, we did like this dark. Yes. I love you version. Oh, I yes. loved it. And yeah. I listened to the other one right after this. I'm like, wow, so different. It was interesting because I think, um, I don't know who suggested we do a cover of it. And I was so, I absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Why would I do a cover, a cover of, of my, my own song? song right. on, you know, everybody's going to think that's all I do is I love you always forever. And then, but then thinking about it, we were saying, well, it is a covers record. And why don't you do it in a completely different way? Absolutely. Live, stripped down, dark. So that was the intention. Beautiful. And I think that's what I'm going to close my show with tonight at six o'clock. Oh, so, nice. um, yeah, I've played that quite a few times and I just, I love the contrast of the one from 25 years ago sure. and it's just i don't know it's just a different version of it so yeah, yeah. And to have those three guys playing on it is is just fantastic yeah so. we're yeah yeah some amazing things now you don't perform out very often 
Not very often. I've done a, a few things. I mean, I'm hoping to do more. I mean, people keep asking me and then I get sidetracked. Maybe mm -hmm. when my son is like in college and, you know, have to feed him and look after him. Yes. Um, no kidding aside. But I, I think... I'm going to be doing some stuff. We're talk we, we are talking about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, as I say, I, it's not that I don't do anything, but I, I do every now and then, yes. Right, right, but right. I'll let you know. And DonnaLewis.com is the website. Sign up and, um, yeah, and follow on, on social yeah, media. And I'm on, yeah, Spotify. And, and you can, you know. Buy your music on, yes. on Spotify. and Wherever, YouTube, whatever Donna the new is now. Yeah. It's beyond me. I know, I know. <laughs> I always encourage people to buy directly from the artist, but that's me. And yes. um, that's just, you know, what yeah. I do, especially. I mean, I see performers you know, live and when you're touring it's good to have yeah. like a physical copy of your music but if you're not out there you know this is, it's this so is funny easier. you know i'm very old school because i have a library at home like this yes. and i have these cds if anybody remembers what they are yes. um because that's how i keep track of things no, I know. it's a visual for me yes if i have all this stuff that people send me i i, I don't know yeah i no, just I'm kind of like love lose track I love to have them. I need to have, and that's why I asked you, Donna, bring CDs. You laughed at me. You're like, I don't have CDs. I, I have MP3s. I have the old ones, but yes, not yeah. the new things. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's wonderful. And yeah, I look forward to seeing what you have coming up. We have another song to listen to that you had sent over. And um, Bad, Bad Love this is, is the one with David Barron, with David Barron yeah. which I've also played before, but we're going to play it again. And DonnaLewis.com, that's L-E-W-I-S.com. When you YouTube her, you'll see the tens of millions of views that uh, she has gotten on her songs. And um, I wish you the best of everything. I'm excited for the 25th anniversary coming up for you. Fun. I'm yes. excited for your son for Me the too. next year. Yes. Keep yeah. Get the college thing worked out before you like deal with that because yes. it's too much to do both. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's a job to just get him oh, off yeah, and wherever I, he's going to go. I can it's see like, it yeah. Now. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, as a parent, I, wa I want to do that. You know, it's important. Yeah. Well, you've always seemed to have your priorities straight. And, um, yes. and that's a wonderful thing because I think you probably could have, um, released many many more songs like i love you always forever but yet you you raised a fine young man yeah and i you know when he came along i did take a chunk of time off mm -hmm. i mean i just i couldn't be apart from him i'm mm -hmm. probably going to be a mess when he does go to college <laughs> i have one child i i can just call me up and okay, we'll talk we'll because i together. understand right. <laughs> i understand remember to facetime and text your mother and don't forget that that's yes. an important thing to do archie <laughs> so let's take a listen to one more track okay. here bad bad love 501 wvk KR Independent Radio Poughkeepsie. Are they 
913 WVKR, Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York. Any regular listener here of, of Local Motion has heard the song before. Donna, tell us once again, please, what that is, what that was. Yes, that was um, a collaboration with David Barron and myself. And, uh, you know, he sent me this wonderful string piece and asked me if I'd like to write 
with it um, right on it and I said of course and it really is about that time of the separation um, of families and I decided to write about a woman fleeing from domestic violence from her country uh, coming into America with her child and having that child taken away from her and I think as parents all of us just no one can really believe that was happening, and I think it's still happening. I think it's still happening. And so we wanted to sort of um, spread awareness about that subject, and, and I think it's a very beautiful song. I'm very proud of it. I, I'm, I know David Barron is too, and yeah. Yeah, so. beautiful song, Bad Bad Love. DonnaLewis.com, YouTube, all those media outlets that you can find your music but i like your website i i because it shows you what you've done you know yeah. and it's and just my instagram i try my instagram is i, I like instagram it's i do too easy, it's then, easy yeah it's easy yeah all sorts of things and then you just press share and then because yeah. i it's just to, all this social media stuff i know you have to do it but it's yeah. such a lot of work it I is i just want to write songs yeah 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 <laughs> that sounds good you know you have to just get your priorities straight which you seem to have been doing so yeah. good for you congratulations on everything everything on all these new collaborations on keeping the music going and Thank keeping you. us fans entertained. So look forward to more music and, and looking forward to the 25th anniversary. Yes, yeah. Keep I'll me posted. Keep posted. Wonderful. Absolutely. Thank you for being here today. Time Thank is you. the greatest gift to give us. So appreciate Thank that. Thank you. Thank you to Martin. Thank you to Archie. Archie, you're going to let me know where you're going to school. Yeah, you yes. are. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to keep you. the music going right now with Tom Chapin, who was a guest on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he'll be celebrating his birthday this weekend. I'll tell you more when and where after we take a listen to some music here by Tom Chapin. 91.3 WVKR, Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie. <laughs> I did not learn this music at my grandma's knee But from some old musicians I never got to see And I know them by their records, their voices and their songs I'm blessed to be with you tonight To pass the music on For the good Through the suffering and pain It's the song of generations Singing in my veins I still hear that old-time music Of good friends now long gone I am here tonight to pass the music on not traditional and I've never claimed to be but I come from a tradition that others made for me they're still alive inside my heart although they're now long gone I like to think they trusted me to pass the music on for the good times and the high times through the suffering and pain the song of generations singing in my veins. I still hear that old time music of good 
like to pass the music on And most of the songs we've got tonight I must admit we wrote Others I've learned heart to heart Instead of note by note And now as I grow older And new folk come along I'll help you out the best I can To pass the music on songs with some old friends I never will forget and I've sung them with an all